You are listening to the Chits and Giggles podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's Chits and Giggles podcast on another rainy day in London. My name is Ben and I'm joined today with Russell. Hello. So Russell, what are we talking about today? We are going to be focusing on a chit this week, which is all about games you do not understand why so many people love. Mm-hmm. And then for the giggle, we've got a return of the game called Was This Review Helpful? Oh, right, yep. Because that was so much I lost fun it last, last time. time. Yeah, so yeah. see if you can claw back a win. I can do it, I can do it. So yeah, this week's chit, uh, like I said, all about games that we do not understand why so many people love, and mm-hmm. I've got a couple in my holsters ready to holsters go. Ready to go. Yeah, well, it happens every now and then that um, you know you'll have a friend and they'll keep suggesting that you play a game, and you just think, why do they love this game so much that you've played it? And the you... game isn't spin the bottle, is it? No, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever asked me to play that. <laughs> oh. I can like um, a tiny violin. Yeah, we'll get. I'll get. A tiny <laughs> but uh, yeah, every now and then you just think, I, d- I don't get this. I don't know why people keep playing this game. And um, well, there's one for me which um, I've probably made uh, clear in other podcasts, and that is Splendor. Yeah, I get that. I, I totally get. I that. know that a lot of people love this game, and some people even say it's their favorite game. No, I, who says that? What? Some some okay. uh, customers I've spoken to have said, "Oh, the Splendor. This is my favorite game. We always play it first, and then play other games." And well, if it's your favorite game, why would you play it first? <laughs> anyway, all right. The reason I don't get it is because what I like at the end of a game is that we can sit back and I can say, "Russell, you beat me." I don't think I've ever said that, but Russell, <laughs> you've beat me, and I really like the part where you did such and such, and it was that I think which sealed the victory for you. At the end of a game of Spender, you're kind of like, yeah, well, you know that time you bought the the blue gem and and that let you then you know the time when that thing happened that led to the natural progression of of everything else that happened. That's what it's like. It's you kind of fumble around collecting gems and things. And, and that's it. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, but you have to look at the, the special people that will come and visit you and you have to choose your cards based on that. Everyone's doing that. That's the only strategic choice you have is, well, this guy yeah. needs four blue, this guy needs four white, and this guy needs three blue, three white, three red. So I'm going to get blue and white because both of those need those. That's it. That's the decision well, you have to make. Well, of course, just to play devil's advocate a bit, you do have the um, reserve option, which like you can hold us off. Yeah someone else from getting That's but that is very yeah i see your point i t- i do get that and I f- in fact i think before i even played this game for the first time you kind of said that to me and that kind of gave it um i went into the game knowing knowing that you hated it and i was like oh i bet it i bet it will be a bit crap and actually i think it did influence the, the way is, that i thought about I the game hate is strong because i love engine building games um and deck builders and all those things and this is that essentially but I feel like you there's not enough meaningful choices. There's not enough meaningful decisions. You you kind of save up some gems and then you, you buy a card that you can afford. And everyone has the same goals out on the table. So everyone's trying to do the same thing. And, and um, again, last time I played that game, I didn't win because of player order. <laughs> which is even more of like a kick in the teeth where it's like, yeah, well done for randomly buying gems before faster than me because you started before anyway that's one game i don't fully understand why people love it yeah and i can see that i'm sure i'm sure but at the same time obviously people probably love it for a reason probably because it's easy to understand it's easy to 
to learn and easy to play. And I mm. think that's probably why so and many I people... And I do still teach it to people. Yeah. Because well, I you see... choose that to yeah. teach them. Because I, I understand... these people? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I understand that for some people, this does tick their boxes. So Yeah. I guess it, it, it fills... What's the word? It caters to a certain audience. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I guess it's my turn. I would say that one game... And I know already you're going to... You're going to disagree with me on is. this one. But I'd say that uh, one game that I don't understand quite why people love it so much is Hanabi. Okay. Now, I have taught this. Mm-hmm. I have played it. And I have seen many people choosing to play it of their own accord. So I know it's a well-loved game. But for me, I get bored of it. And there's a reason why, actually. Um, I feel like this is the kind of game... Um, I could go into this in a whole mm-hmm. different topic, but um, when people play this game, they a lot of people, a lot of the more experienced players, they will um, play it with sort of certain rules that they already know or certain like strategies, strategies yeah. that they already know. And I feel like that is almost kind of cheating. Because it's not, it's not. But for me, I feel like it is. So, for example, um, when I played, and I think I played this was when mm. I, because you, the one who taught me to play this game, um, you were saying, oh no, see, the reason why I told you that you had those two cards is because you know you're expected to play that one next, and it's kind of obvious. And I was like, well, to me, it wasn't obvious. Like it was something I would have. But learned. that was because you were a new player. That's why. Yes, but at the same time, I feel like if just knowing the rules is it's meant to be pure logic, and I get that again. I guess I'm just not really a massive fan of um, pure logic games. Mm. Um, so the reason I think Kanabi's good is because it's one of the only truly cooperative games. Yeah. A lot of other cooperative games, like Pandemic, is essentially a single-player game, but you're playing as a team. Which can be alpha-played, which we went yeah. and t- talked about But Hanabi, before. you can't do that. And that's why I think it's so good. I understand that it is not for everyone, because it is almost like a logic puzzle. Um, and it's just like a communication puzzle. And that you can metagame it. And if you're playing with players that have metagamed is, it... That is, that is the issue I've yeah. experienced when playing this game. And that's what I don't like about it. And I, I, <clears throat> I'm, Okay, I don't like the game. Fine. Um, that's But the topic is why we yeah. don't understand why so many people no, love true. it. And yeah. I'm, I just... I guess I'm surprised that a game which to me is essentially quite boring. Mm. I know you probably don't agree with that. But I find it quite a boring game. There's not there's not lots to it. And I guess... Um, I just want something a bit more exciting or... I think, or I think there is lots to it, satisfying. but that's your problem with it. The fact yeah. that you feel overwhelmed because you played with a bunch of people who have already discovered how much there is to it, that you felt slightly out of place because you were still trying to learn these things, but you were playing with a bunch of people who'd already discovered them for themselves. I I, I can see the why people like it. I just I just don't understand yeah, no, right. why well, pe- not, so many people yeah, love fair. it. Not every game is for everyone. Um, now, th- my next choice is um, not necessarily a gamer's game, but um, I see a lot of people playing it all the mm-hmm. time. It's probably one of the most popular games that gets played in the cafe, um, but it's Jenga. And okay. I just do not understand it. I know it's a dexterity game. Dexterity games pretty much are love or hate. Like, you either like them, yeah. you'll either love them a lot or you hate them. And I'm very much in the hate camp. But... For me, Django is just 
in a similar way to how you said Splendor is just sort of like dis- a distraction. Are you doing a thing and then a thing? Yeah. And there's not really that much choice. I would say the same about Jenga. Like you, you are only going to pick yeah. the certain number of pieces out of all of them, and that you're gonna pick which one's the easiest to remove. But the, the and then it is... gets to a point where eventually there's a piece that is you can't move without it being, you know, destroying yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole tower. Yeah. And that's that's for me. It's like it just doesn't feel like any fun. But like you're comparing it to Splendor. Jenga's not trying to masquerade itself as a skill, like a strategic <laughs> skillful game, like unlike Spender. Like I agree, there's probably as much strategic choices in Spender <laughs> as there is in Jenga. I would fully agree with that. Yeah. But one of them is masquerading as a strategic board game, and the other is a kid's toy. Well, I didn't say kid's toy because I, I hardly ever hey, see. I love kids' toys as much as the next person. Is in that's not saying that's a bad thing. I do Jenga see you playing with that, that wheel where you pull a string and it lands on a random animal and makes the animal sound a lot. I love that game. Yeah, I've seen. I've you got use that, that a over lot. my bed. Yeah. <laughs> night, night, cow. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> that's a great game. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I nothing. Obviously, nothing against kids' games, of course. But uh, I. The number of times you'll see like couples play this game, and I'm like, you clearly yeah, just don't want to play a game. Like, but but the thing is, I think that I I know what you mean, and for you, I completely understand why you don't like it. But I think people that are playing Jenga are playing it as almost like a distraction. Yes. For a conversation, you want to really just chat with this person, and you're doing it. But there's so many better games you can do for that. What like chairs? Like chairs, yeah. Chairs is chairs is at least better because it's the reverse of it. Like you are actually trying to find a specific point because there's various options that you can do, yeah. and you you can add some strategy into that game. Even though I'm not a big fan of chairs either, because <laughs> again, it's a dexterity <laughs> game. But I, at least I respect it far more than I respect Jenga as a game. I think the thing that confuses me about Jenga is that Jenga is Swahili for build and what you're doing in the game is you're actually trying to make a building fall <laughs> well, over. Well, you're making it less stable really, aren't you? Well, I guess maybe that shows like Swahili building practices. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm sorry to all our Swahili <laughs> listeners. Um, no, uh, but as a game, I, as a game, like it's not a game. And, and I don't understand. <laughs> as a game, it's not a game. <laughs> Russell. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I just think there's far better games for two players out there. Um, which have dexterity, um, for example, Elkfest, yeah. um, which is a much better game um, than that for two players. Still has the, you know, distraction kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. thingy to it, but not as crap, basically. Not as crap. Yeah. Bruce. Sorry to Jenga. Also, I think it's it's such a shame that Jenga is clearly one of the most popular games out there. It's made a lot of money for yeah. Hasbro or whoever it is that made it. But ultimately, like, there are so more, many more deserving games. But that's not Jenga's fault. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, one of those things. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, pre- that's pretty much, like, my go-to answers when it comes to games that yeah. I don't understand. Um, Why people like them. Yeah. Well, just games you don't understand. I don't yeah. understand yeah. Jenga! How does it work? <laughs> God, if that was me, then I'm in the wrong job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you have any games that you do not understand why people love them or, you know, games that you're completely at a loss for why they're so popular, mm-hmm. please do get in touch. Let us know um, by the website for chitsandgiggles.com or Facebook or Twitter, you know, the usual suspects. Um, but yeah, The Giggle is coming up. Uh, now, we played this game a few weeks ago. It's called 
was this review helpful? Mm-hmm. And basically, the, the gist of this review is myself and Ben are going to take turns reading out comments from board game reviews online on various websites. Like customer reviews. Customer reviews, that's very important. So not important, like yes. proper reviewers, <clears throat> just people who bought the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then we decide whether they're helpful by trying to guess the game. And Just then based saying on the whether we, we, we agree whether the review was helpful or not. <laughs> so um, I think, I can't remember who went first last time. But, I think uh, you can go first. I will go first, yeah, why not? Is it Jenga? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. This game is rubbish. Um, no, it's not Jenga, I'll give you that. That's a clear. Right, okay, so this is one of the, the comments on a review, so here we go. Mm-hmm. It's got the subheading value for money. Lots and lots of tokens. If you love tokens, you'll love this game. If you hate organising the tiny little things, then prepare to lose sanity. The, the playing pieces for this game are not great. They look a little wrong. Now, if you're feeling generous, you could say this contributes to the feel of the game, but I just see poor figures. There's lots of little figures and tokens, and they feel that they're not made very well. Yes. Lots and lots of tokens. Not just lots, lots and lots. Tokens, no. Um, tokens and tokens and tokens. I'm gonna say imperial settlers. Not correct. Okay, because that so does have a lot of tokens. It does. You're right. It, it it's a pain when you have to like separate mm. them all at the start of the mm. game. It takes a good couple of minutes. Um, no. So was this review helpful? Not yet. No. Yeah. All right. So next Plus, one. That wouldn't put me off buying a game because it has lots of pieces. I actually prefer games when you get lots. But yeah. he did say, you know, it's is it, value is it a fantasy money. flight game. I'm not answering that. I don't actually remember, but I don't know. Um, okay, so the next clue is, or the next review, is Cracking Game. Great fun, enjoyed it so much. They first played this at a LAN party and ended up playing it almost as much as any of the video games. Mm-hmm. Really good fun, varied scenarios, really nice feel to the game. Only a couple of downsides to this game, the pieces. Oh God, so many pieces, hundreds of the little beggars. And, yeah, I can't really say what the rest of the review is because it's too obvious. So, again, but... one that is just complaining about the sheer number of pieces. When you realise what game this is, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I There's understand. a lot of pieces to that game. Yeah. Or you'll understand the, the frustration. I don't think of games like, oh, this game's got lots of pieces. And it mustn't be a game that comes out that often. Otherwise, I would be, I would know it. Because I teach it all the time. I'm going to say Battlestar Galactica or Game of Thrones. Oh, now I don't know. Um, <laughs> come on. I'm gonna Just say pick Game one. of Thrones board game. Incorrect. Damn it. it There's not that many pieces in that really. The power tokens, but yeah. Anyway. Well, was it Battlestar? Okay. Well, you have to. Well, no, it wasn't Battlestar. No. I, All right. You get one more. Oh, one do more, I? One more comment oh, okay. though. Okay. I've only got um, two each for you. So uh, this is just you know just to help you because I thought you needed a little All more right. help. I do need. Um, Okay, so the name of the game is a fantastic game for a wide audience. It's a little more complicated than more luck-based games such as Monopoly, Cluedo, etc. As it requires players to think and their actions determine whether they win as much as the roll of the dice. There is also quite a bit of text to be read, both in the multiple books and on the cards themselves. For some, this may be a negative, but for me it only enhanced the feel of an already great game. Now there was a big clue there, and there was a clue in the first one first review but I don't know if you picked up on it no read the first one <laughs> the mul- there's multiple books yeah so that to me is like a big clue as well as all as the cards text on the cards yeah ah I think you're almost there but is I'm it? not giving you any more help uh, <laughs> yeah, why is it a game that I'm not massively familiar with um, or a game that I played 
and didn't like it and never <laughs> played it again. It's not... Is it Arkham Horror? It's not Arkham oh, Horror. Okay, what's the game? Do you want to know? Yeah. Betrayal on the House of the Hill. Oh, I can't stand that game. Yeah, but I, it's figured with the multiple books and yeah, different no, scenarios. Yeah, no, I've played that game. I've played that game yeah. once. Yeah, the multiple book thing makes sense. Yeah. Firstly, there's not that many pieces in There are game. quite a lot, actually, because not only do you have the tokens for every possible scenario, yeah. but then you also have those little plastic uh, things on the cards, okay. and they fling around everywhere. <laughs> I've, I've played that game once, and I don't think I would play it again. Well, these customers seem to enjoy it. So. I feel like I feel like in that game you're just stumbling around in the dark. Uh, that and, is and a horror and game. Like, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you kind of pick up rules here and there. And no, I, I wasn't sold on that game. Okay, not for everyone, but clearly. A, a but no, I should have. I should have the two books because uh, yes, it's multiple got two books. books. I think no, it's, that would have for me cinched it. Uh, well, I'm not very good at this game. Um, those reviews were all not helpful because they recommended that you buy the game and I don't. So, uh, this one you're going to get really easily. Um, I would not necessarily describe this as a toy. It is a quite complicated German-style board game, mainly intended for adults, with a simplified version of play for the family. It involves a lot of strategic thinking. A good aspect of this, uh, the good aspect is that it's limited to 14 rounds, so a limited time. I find it excellent, and our children also enjoy playing it, although they do not necessarily get the strategic dimension. There is no way I regret this purchase. Well, I know this game. What is it? It's Agricola. Yeah, it is. How did you and know? The reason why is because it's 14 rounds. Yeah. Uh, it's very specific That was number. the little clue in there. And also, I would say that because it's um, got a simplified version for the family as well, because mm-hmm. that's actually one of the few games that does that um, in, in the board game world. Like, very few games have a, a specific set of rules for... Family, mm-hmm. family play, it's which true. is good. I no, like it. I, that was a helpful review then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very helpful. The second one, I kind of, I feel, it said it's a game of constant regret. I do feel <laughs> like that. <laughs> when you play it. Yeah. Okay, well, you're one up. I awesome. need to get this next one. All right. So, I'm, I'm, next time I'm just going to pick games that you don't like. Maybe. Maybe that's the way forward. And also, I didn't realise, sh- to be fair, I did not realise you hated Betrayal at House of the Hill. I just thought Hate is like, strong. I just, I just don't like it. All right. All right, fair enough. Um, so this next one, this says... That's another game that I don't understand why people like it so much. Do you know what? I've looked at this and I've realised I can't remember the game, but I'm pretty sure it'll come up, uh, oh. <laughs> it'll come up naturally when I read these clues. Oh, what right. chances have I got? So this review says, The internal storage is awesome with exact spots for all the components. This is a big plus with me because, let's face it, your games unfortunately spend a lot more time in storage than they do in play mode. So why are the insides of most games seemingly designed by blind monkeys with absolutely <laughs> no thought to component storage? I'm looking at you, designers of Agricola. So, any ideas? Good storage. In my head, the first thing I think of epic storage is Lords of Waterdeep. That is not mm. this game. That has good storage. Small world. That is not. But you are right in saying that does have good storage. However, if you lose the cover for that yeah, thing, then, then it's a nightmare. <laughs> but those games do have good storage. Yeah, they do. But this, oh, I, I know I know the game now, I've remembered yeah. it. But I'd say, yes, this game does have good storage, but I'm probably not as, um, I don't think they're as, as, as precise as he's making mm-hmm. that to be. He, he or she. I loved the 80s version of this game when I was a kid. I'd been looking for it for years and came across this. It's just as awesome as I remembered. It's even better in many ways. The quality of the pieces is much better than the original and more visually appealing. 
See, in my head, I, I'm thinking games so that have had been reprinted and that there's old versions. And I think Cosmic Encounter, but no, the storage in that is awful. It's Fantasy <laughs> Flight, so it's just some cardboard and that's it. <laughs> so it definitely can't be that. Game from the, the 80s version, it could be Survive, Escape from Atlantis. That was an 80s version. That storage is actually not bad. I'm going to guess Survive, Escape from Atlantis. Correct. Yes. Yes, it is. So that review, was it helpful? That was helpful. Yeah, the second one was yeah. definitely helpful. I thought the 80s version w- yeah. would have given it away because it is quite... Um, I mean... But there are lots of games that have had reprints from the 80s. Yeah, I think it's more visually appealing. I think the mm-hmm. fact is they re they revamped it yeah. rather than just reprinted it. And so that's, I think, what was the, the okay. giveaway. There so was another review for... I need for... to get you... I need you to get this wrong. All right. To tie. I promise I will not okay uh okay go ahead even though we only bought this game recently i think we've already played it more times than some of the games that we have owned for years i'd recommend anyone considering this game to buy the app first and get a feel for the game mechanics each tile that each player places can affect every other player and this can take some getting used to it took us a couple of games before we fully understood what we were doing wow okay so there's also clues in there. Yeah, so you're playing tiles, and each tile affects every other player. And there is also an app. Now, I have not uh, got into board game apps mm-hmm. so much. Um, so I that's not really helpful for me. But I don't know. I don't know that one. Next clue? Yeah. Overall, this game is a fun and balanced game that fills a nice gap in my collection. It's competitive, but not fiercely so, and there's not much you can do to frustrate the other players, leaving the gameplay friendly. Building a town is satisfying and gives you a sense of pride and ownership when you've customised it well. It can be a little bit fiddly working out all the different modifiers, but to the game's credit, this is minimised by great design and simple rules. Building a town... Oh man! Listen, listen to the rain dropping and your brain working, and we can't tell the difference between. Well, there's the a great website actually called rainymood.com, and there, that it literally just um, plays audio of rain, rain outside. It's so relaxing. So this is kind of like the real life version of that website. Real life, real um, life rainy mood. By the way, that wasn't a sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there another review? That's it. Oh, no. Honestly, you've got enough from that. I know. Once you've just listed everything then, you've definitely got enough. Do I definitely know this game? You should do. I don't. I'm afraid. I I, I know I'm going to kick myself when it comes to it. The game is Suburbia. Oh, yeah. I I do know that game. And I don't really enjoy it. Building a town. Playing tiles. Yeah, building a town. Modifiers. It affects everybody else. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, they are all legit. <laughs> they're all legit. <laughs> they're all points. helpful reviews. Yeah, they were helpful reviews. It's just I didn't. Do you know what? So I'm not a huge fan of that game. Um, well, we both pick. Guess this is the thing. If you pick a game that the other person's not a big fan of, then it makes it much likely, harder yeah. to guess. That's the thing. But I should have been able to guess that, to be fair. So. Yeah, I should have got Betrayal. So it was a tie again. But you, you're, so you're still one up because you won the first. I am indeed, and I will cling to that. Well, you've got to beat me at something, so. It might as well be these games. All right, and I just want to clarify out there that I have beaten Ben at games, mo- most notably his favourite game, Star Realms, um, before. That's not my favourite so... game, but it's a great game. All right, one of his favourite games. Yeah, but Star Realms is a really luck-based game. You can't be like, oh, I beat Ben at Star Realms. But I didn't say that was the only I, uh, one I played a game where I'm just you, saying I you have roll a dice and ga- um, ben at games whoever rolls the highest wins, I beat Russell at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Remember when we were talking right, about things that, that, that annoy no, us? Let's, uh, let's move on. Um, That's it. So thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. Um, if you have any feedback or suggestions, comments, questions, any of that, please do check out the website or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you. And do check out forchitsandgiggles.com for more reviews and all of that as and, well. And the Rainy Mood website. Rainymood.com <laughs> sponsors this week's Chits and Giggles. <laughs> that is not true. That's cool. Anyway, um, so we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Chits and Giggles podcast. For more reviews and podcasts, visit forchitsandgiggles.com. <laughs>